Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic today is real estate and mortgage strategies for 2019, when, where, and how. Subscribe to get our weekly blog post with the podcast at jogarner.com. You can call us while we're live today at 901-535-9732. And today is June 1st, 2019. On Real Estate Mortgage Shop today, Tom King and I will be sharing some tips and strategies you can use when you are deciding when, where, and how to purchase a home. I have some stories to share with you of two particular mortgage clients who used some brilliant strategy when they bought their house and when they got their mortgage. Sitting in the co-host chair today, we have our expert real estate appraiser, Tom King of Bill King Appraisal Service. Tom has been in the appraisal business for over 40 years, and yes, he started as a mere youngster following his father around appraising homes. Tom, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do for your clients. Well, thank you, Joe. I am a second-generation appraiser. I love what I do. I do appraisals for a mortgage loan, a relocation, also help individuals out, sometimes uh, probate cases, uh, divorce situations, uh, anything that uh, involves the appraisal of a house. So, uh I I love doing it. I love meeting people, and I love talking to people. So this week I talked to a a lady that ran the, uh, what, the 911 division at the fire department. So, uh, you know, it was interesting. I got a chance to tell her how much I appreciate what these people do. They're hidden all the time, and uh, she appreciated the visit, so to speak. So uh, I just love talking with my clients and uh, finding out what they need and uh, how I can help them achieve their goal. Well, you do what you do with a lot of passion, Tom, and I certainly appreciate that. Well, you know, since we're talking about real estate and mortgage strategies today, let me introduce you to Catherine, a first-time homebuyer whose biggest fear was feeling tied down and unable to move for better opportunities. Catherine was in her late 20s, out of college, and just getting started in her career. She wanted freedom to eat out and have fun after work and on the weekends. She wanted to have that peace of mind that she could move when and where she needed to to get further along in her career. She did not want to feel stuck. But some of her friends had bought their homes. Catherine uh, did not want to feel hemmed in or stuck with a mortgage commitment. But she felt like she could never get ahead with her rent going up each and every year, and surely there had to be some way to buy a house and still not be stuck. Well, the realtor that she had did some research on the neighborhoods that interested Catherine. Catherine could buy a house in a neighborhood that traditionally continued to go up in value year after year. Her payment would be about a third less than what it would be if she were paying rent for the same type house And the interest rate on the mortgage was fixed for 30 years. So no more yearly rent increases from the landlord. For Catherine, it was all about having some profitable exit strategies. Just in case, you know, she ever wanted to move and she didn't want to feel tied to the house. 
Catherine could see three possible exit strategies to use if she ever decided to move. The first exit strategy considered that the values had been steadily going up in that neighborhood. She could probably sell at a profit even only after a short time if some other opportunity came up because the values would have gone up enough. The second possible exit strategy involved the FHA government loan program Catherine used for her financing. The FHA program allows for the borrower to later allow a subsequent buyer to assume that mortgage if they qualify with whichever bank would be servicing that loan at the time of the assumption. Now, in a market of rising interest rates, having the ability to allow someone to take over her low interest rate loan gave her further advantage for selling because if she couldn't sell it outright in that market, Somebody in a higher interest rate market would love to have the opportunity to qualify to assume and take over her low interest rate payments. The third possible exit strategy, it involved the neighborhood where Catherine purchased her property again. It was in a market that would allow her to rent her house out one day for much higher than what her mortgage payment was, which would give her a third profitable exit strategy. No more feeling stuck. No more having to worry about how much the landlord would hike the rent next year. So for Catherine, it was a win, win, win. So I encourage you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Connect with me at jogarner.com. You can email me at jo at jogarner.com or just call me the old-fashioned way, 901-482-0354. But Tom, take a couple of minutes and share with our listening audience some of the real estate trends that you are seeing in our Mid-South real estate market, and how is this affecting our home sellers and our home buyers? Well, Joe, that's a great question, and one of the things that I'm seeing is, number one, there's very few homes on the market, so the supply of homes is very limited. When you have a limited supply and extremely good demand like we're having now, there's only one thing that's going to happen is, uh, you know, prices are going to go up. And uh, that's a that's a good thing. I'm starting to see it now. Uh, I had an underwriter call me just yesterday and said, you put a positive adjustment on these sales to uh, reflect an increasing market. And I said, yes, I do. And so, well, we don't see that from everybody. And I said, well... I tell you what, I have other underwriters that asked me to do it, and the underwriter was just kind of shocked a little bit. So uh, values, I think, are starting to uh, uh, get better. You know, Joe, I was in a house yesterday, and uh, the people built it themselves. It was in Bartlett, and they were getting transferred due to a relocation. And they really said that their house was probably around $400,000. And they said, we're going to Vancouver where my wife is and where my job is. Said this house would cost four to five million dollars in Vancouver. <laughs> I, I said, "Well, as I looked at them, I said, well, as much as uh, uh, values have gone up in the Memphis area, we're still a bargain, I believe." So uh, those are some of the trends that we're getting. The supplies down. Um, the other thing is, I, I talk to people and they say, "Well, gosh, we put our house on the market thinking it was going to sell in sixty days, and it sold in six. So uh, <laughs> be ready to move. Be right? ready if you put a sign in your front yard." be ready to move so uh that's that's the other trend i'm seeing so uh it's it's a great time to be in this market and i tell people well they say well what about 
houses in this area and i said well i tell you what if if i had appraised a house in the past week i don't know <laughs> you know you were you and i were having breakfast thursday and you were showing me some news that came over about memphis being a the hottest real estate market in the country talk well, about that there the, it was about the uh, growth rate mm-hmm. for uh, the memphis area is one of the best in the country so uh, and it was a, a story by bloomberg and I think the Fogelman <clears throat> business at the University of Memphis uh, said something about it, too. But uh, Memphis growth rate is really good. That's another thing. We get people coming into this, this state and this area, to the Memphis area. And that's a wonderful thing for uh, home buyers, business people, and the city in general. It's going to help our real estate market. Well, if you're a buyer, I would say because the competition is kind of stiff, be ready as well. Be pre-approved or pre-qualified and be flexible with your um, transaction. If you have a seller that needs to be out in less than 30 days, you know, we can close you in less than 30 days, but be ready to get us all of your documents and be ready to move. Just like Tom was saying to sellers, be ready to move when you put that house on the market or when you go out and make an offer on a house. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also connect with me by just calling me, 901-482-0354. And Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. All right. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. I'm Mary Lou Novak from Home Helpers in Memphis and the Mid-South area. And you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the rest, directs you where to go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right. I hope you had the time of your life. All right, something unpredictable. You know, sometimes life is unpredictable. Today we're talking about real estate mortgage strategies for 2019. When, where, and how. I am Joe Garner, your host of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And you can connect with me at jogarner.com. I'm a mortgage loan officer, passionate about what I do. And in the co-host chair over here, we have Tom King, who is a our expert appraiser, and he is passionate about what he does. We would love to hear from you. You can call us in the studio today at 901-535-9732. And what time is it for you? Well, you know, we love to play that game, the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. And so here it goes, guys. You know, our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is brought to you by notable Memphis historian Jimmy Ogle. And you can connect with Jimmy at jimmyogle.com. Jimmy offers free uh, historic walking tours downtown, and you can um, connect with him on his website to find out when. Jimmy has a quick note, though, Tom, that he wants to share with our listeners. Jimmy retired in November and moved to Knoxville in April. He will return to Memphis periodically throughout the summer of 2019 to fulfill some long-standing commitments to historical programs. In June, he's going to be giving six free walking tours in downtown Memphis, June 13th through June 15th, for the Downtown Memphis Commission. 
and um, all that's going to be filmed by Willie Bearden from DMC's archives, and it's going to be free access to anyone who wants to view it. But if you want to know about Jimmy, jimmyogle.com. Our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape. You can connect with them at 901-754-7474. The Lawhons can help you plan your landscaping if it's a small project, large project, or maybe that really big one that you take in phases. So today for our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest, Tom, what is it? All right, we have a question for you. Over 40 years ago, I began as a program of the Memphis Chamber of Commerce, and I now have a $132 million annual economic impact for our city. Who am I? And we got a hint for you. Uh, We have won hundreds of awards in recognition of my programs that reach throughout the globe. And uh, I have events and programs that reach every corner of Memphis and the Mid-South. I recently set a world record placed in the Guinness Book of Records. Who am I? Who am I? Okay, guys, if you know the answer, give us a call at 901-535-9732. Well, while we're waiting on our answer, Tom, we're talking about uh, real estate and mortgage strategies for 2019, when, where, and how. Let's go back and talk some. You had talked about trends in the earlier part of our program, but let's talk about some repairs. Repairs on properties can be a showstopper for some of these real estate transactions. It can also become expensive if you don't handle things in the beginning. Talk a little bit about those. That's right. Uh, I was in a house actually yesterday, I believe, and uh, the pool was... uh, a vinyl pool it was torn it was ripped it was about half full the water was brown i saw frogs in it things <laughs> like that and this was for a sale and uh you know i didn't know i said is this is the owner selling the pool as it is or something like that and so at the end i started interviewing him i said hey man what's going on with the pool uh you know are you gonna sell it as it is and he goes i've ordered a liner and Gosh, things, everyone's so busy, I hadn't been able to get it fixed, but it will be fixed by the time that uh, the loan closes. So uh, I told him, I said, well, here's one thing that we can do, rather than have require me to come out there and look at the pool, maybe you can ask the person that fixes the pool for a pool certification, and I'll make that part of the uh, requirement. They may want, want me to come out there and take a picture of it and all that stuff, but trying to save him a little money on, right. a, on a reinspection. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a FHA appraisal that, this week, and I noticed that there were shingles that had been replaced, and the, the roof didn't look good. And FHA requires that the roof have at least a two-year minimum life on it. And then I said, gee, I don't, just don't know if that's going to make it or not. So mm-hmm. uh, require a roof inspection by a certified roofer saying that the house the roof should have an estimation what other homes in, of similar uh, size and quality were selling for, and I have a feeling that roof had had an impact on it. So uh, we'll see what happens on that one. But the you know rotted wood, things like that, but, peeling paint, yes, yes, torn but, flooring, broken tile, non-functioning plumbing, electrical, heating and air systems, drainage problems, holes in the sheetrock. Broken windows, foundational problems, termite damage, hazardous waste on the property. Sometimes you'll see a big crack in the brick, 
and uh, you know, for me, I've got a, a rule of thumb. If I can st- stick a pencil in the crack or something like that, then you know, it probably deserves to be uh, uh, looked at. I take a picture of it. We, you know, I take a bunch of pictures at, to show what the house is really like, mm-hmm. and uh, it's my job to present that. You know, I'm the only one that really looks at the house mm-hmm. in in the mortgage loan process, other than the buyer and the seller. So uh, I sometimes try, they have a home inspection. Yes, yeah. but I, I try to uh, give the person at the mortgage company a a, a clear and concise picture as to what that house is, and and so there are no surprises. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, people will get a home inspection, which is different than an appraiser uh, would do. Talk a little bit about the difference, Tom, between a home inspection and a home appraisal. Well, a home inspector goes into much more detail as to the functioning operation of all the factors in the house. He'll uh, uh, test all the plugs to make sure they're grounded. He'll uh, turn on the dishwasher to make sure it works, the disposal. Uh, he'll look at the heater and the air conditioner to a point that I really can't do. I mean, I can look at one and say, you know, I, th- I think this thing is making a lot of noise, but I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, it may have a cracked heat exchanger that I don't know. He'll get on the roof to inspect the roof where I may just look at it from the ground. And uh, he concentrates on the physical aspects of the house. I concentrate on the value right. of the property. Right. And yes, I can see things that some maybe other people don't see, but uh, you know, I, I I look at the big stuff, he looks at the little stuff. The minute stuff. Yes, yes. So it, there's a big difference. One of the strategies too, Tom, is that we see across the mortgage desk is when there's not a home inspection done and they just everybody goes out and makes their deal and sets their terms on the contract and signs it and turns it in. A few days later, when the buyer has a home inspection and a lot of issues come back, then there's a second round of of renegotiations with that contract. And some of my realtors have suggested strongly that the um, inspection, maybe there might should be a pre-listing inspection if the seller knows that there could be some things, some issues, and just go ahead and get them out on the table. Some realtors are like, well, that's up to the seller. But that knowing what the repairs are, and I think you've said many times, Tom, on this show, that it's a good idea to walk around the house and just look from a, a pretend you're a, an outside person. And the things that you, you may be able to see some things like rotted wood or things that you normally don't notice. But if you already know these things ahead of time and buyers, this is for you, too. When you inspect a house, when you go out and look at a house to decide whether you want to buy it, if you see some of these issues... Go ahead and get the negotiations out up front on that contract on who's going to take care of that. Because underwriters typically will require these structural things to be done before closing. Now, cosmetic things like, you know, carpet needs to be cleaned or this dingy paint or something like that. Usually those are not issues, but the structural things are. That's right, Joe. And, you know, sometimes you'll, uh, well, I, I can't tell you how many times that I've been delayed I will set up the appointment for the appraisal, and they'll say, well, can you uh, uh, hold off on it? Because, you know, we're having, we just got the home inspection, and now we're trying to negotiate all the other, all the things that uh, came up as a result of the home inspection. So the home, ins- you know, the uh, real estate agents don't want to waste money. And if the, there's something in the home inspection that may break the deal, 
they don't want to do the appraisal until they get all that fixed up. So, uh, you know, I am delayed a lot of times based on a home inspection. So, you know, if you delay the appraisal, you delay the closing. All right. Now, another thing, and I know we're getting ready to go to break, but another thing that I'd like to ask you, Tom, first of all, let me just say there is a firewall between the appraiser and the mortgage company. The government has guidelines that if you're getting a standard mortgage, then the mortgage company has to call a government-approved third-party agency, appraisal ordering company. And we order the appraisal through them. They kind of spin the dial and they pick the appraiser. So you can't pick the appraiser. I can't pick the appraiser. But a lot of people, when they start to shop for a house, they want to take a shortcut. And they instead of using a realtor, which I strongly suggest you do, they're going to look at Shelby County Assessor's site or Zillow or some other type of internet company to try to determine value. Tell me, I know that those aren't accurate. We know that from the mortgage office. They're not detailed accurate. Talk about those. All right. First of all, let's go into the uh, Shelby County Assessor, and there's some great people there. Mm -hmm. But the assessor only value uh, has a reassessment every four years, and I think we're into the second or third year. So that assessment is based on information from maybe three to four years ago. Right. So that is not a very good uh, indication of current value. Now, you know, I, I looked at my assessment the last time it was assessed, and I said, they nailed it. I mean, they got it right <laughs> on the money, you know, exactly what I thought it was worth. So, uh, you know, sometimes they're, they're, they can be mistaken, but, uh, you know, they, they do a good job over there. Well, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can find me hanging around Mortgage Lending Partners, powered by Home Vantage Mortgage. Contact me, 901-482-0354. And Tom, your phone number. 901-487-6989. When we come back, I'm going to be sharing some mortgage strategies with you and some more stories. And we'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Jerry Jeffries of Tiger Paws Carpet Upholstery Cleaning in Bartlett, Tennessee, and you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. Where do you go, my lovely? Where do you go? Today we're talking on Real Estate Mortgage Shop about real estate and mortgage strategies for 2019. When, where, and how? I am Joe Garner, your host, Mortgage Loan Officer, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also find me hanging around Mortgage Lending Partners, powered by Home Vantage. Call me, 901-482-0354. Tom King is in the house. He is our appraisal expert and tom how do we contact you give me a call at 901-487-6989 and and joe what are what before you buy a home what are some good strategies to uh get into as you uh start the home buying process well you know you got to know before you owe (laughs) uh, what is the maximum house payment that your budget is going to comfortably allow And uh, many of the financial podcasts, you'll hear these gurus talk about uh, keeping your house note. That includes your taxes, insurance, mortgage insurance, association fees, 
under 28% of your gross income, preferably. Uh, The other one is what is the maximum down payment you can afford to pay down on a home and still leave adequate reserve funds. And of course, this varies for everyone. Uh, Ask your, you you can talk with your financial advisors, but some of the same gurus on these podcasts suggest that if you're a salaried employee, keeping three months of living expenses in an emergency fund should be adequate. But if you are self-employed or you have 100% commission, uh, not very steady income, 12 months of living expenses is suggested to keep in your emergency fund. We can also talk about some budget. I mean, no, not many people want to talk about the budget, but it's, it's a bad word, the B word. <laughs> but here's a really easy way. I've talked about it many times on the radio, but... If you don't have a lot of time to spend at it and you just can't concentrate or focus for that long, get three to six months worth of bank statements in front of you. If it's paper statements or maybe it's online, um, go through those. Set a timer for about an hour or two and commit to focus on looking at what where you're spending money. Look at your pay stubs. Find out how much money is actually coming in and what's going out. Now, um, start counting up what your actual income is is and what you actually spend on bills and remember some of these bills that come due only once or twice a year like your car tags car insurance memberships and things like that but after about two hours of this you are going to know a whole lot more about what is the maximum house payment that is comfortable for you regardless of what a loan officer tells you your lender some of these software uh, pieces will they'll allow you to get approved for a loan up to 50 percent debt ratio but i mean who wants a 50 percent debt ratio i mean you want to have that doesn't leave much room for <laughs> for emergencies no it doesn't well we've got uh, we've got a caller and i actually um love this lady i know who she is this is kathy with benchmark southwind realtors here in memphis kathy can you hear me yeah. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Hey. Like, listen, um, you have been in the real estate business for a long time, Kathy, and I happen to know this lady. She does real estate with a heart. She really cares about her customers. Kathy, we're talking today about real estate and mortgage strategies for 2019. When, where, and how. I know you've got a lot of tips, but what is one tip that you can give our home buying, home selling um listeners out here today when it comes to buying and selling real estate? Well, one thing I wanted to do is just piggyback on what uh, you and Tom were talking about, the importance of a home inspection. Um, it's very important to have the home inspected that you're getting ready to buy. Uh-huh. And don't get hung up on the uh, cosmetic items, but you want to know what the system, you want to make sure that the systems are working uh, properly. Even on um, new construction, even though the home is new, just because it's new, you still want to have that home inspected uh, to make sure that everything is working properly before you close on the property. So so just very important, uh, get a home inspection. That's that's right, Kathy. And, you know, don't don't get freaked out over little things like, you know, don't let the oven light being out. uh, make you think that the house is is, is not worthy <laughs> to buy. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> they 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 put a lot of little stuff in there sometimes and uh, kind of uh, look it over and 
and separate the big stuff from the little stuff. Well, Kathy, right. Kathy Newsom, Benchmark Southwind Realty, how do we contact you? Um, my phone number is 901-337-6905. Say, say that one more time. It's 901-337-6905. Kathy Newsom, thank you so much for calling in and offering some of your good wisdom to our home buyers and home sellers. And um, I love Kathy, love working with her. She really does things with a heart. And, uh, you know, we can't get enough of that in this business. But, Thank um, you, Joe. All right. Well, we're going to keep moving forward here. Um, we were talking about what is the most comfortable payment. How, how can you determine what's the maximum comfort level on your house payment and your move-in costs? Here are four barriers that people need to overcome when they're getting a mortgage approval, Tom. First one is, I don't have enough money to buy a home. Well, one of the most prevalent mortgage myths is that the minimum down payment to purchase a home is 20% down. Well, that's wrong. There are government loan programs, some good programs out there that allow you to buy a house for zero to less than 5% down. So let's go treasure hunting. We can sink our shovel into some treasure troves. There's some treasure out there like down payment assistance programs and other ways to find money you never knew was available to you. Let's talk. Give me a call, 901-482-0354 or email me, jo at jogarner.com. Here's another one. I don't show enough qualified income to be approved for a loan. Well, let's take a closer look at your tax returns. If you're self-employed, I start at the back of the tax return and add back as many of your expenses that I can legally add back. All of this is described in these loan guidelines and what I call the finer print. There's some expenses you can add back under certain documented uh, circumstances. And if your credit's good and you have some money to put down, we can work on your income. Another one is credit. A lot of customers call and say, well, my credit's causing my loan to be denied. Well, make your payments on time and don't let them ever go over 30 days late. Of course, everybody knows that. If a creditor is contacting you about a collection account, pay it as soon as possible or set up a payment plan with them. They've gotten smart. Used to, they would record a collection item and then they just never record it again. So after a period of time, it would age and it wouldn't affect your credit score. Well, now these collection agencies are reporting them every single month. So no matter what you do on the pay, making your payments on time or, or, or lowering the usage percentage on your revolving accounts, no matter how hard you work, it's just tearing it down every single month. So make a deal with your collection people and make them stop reporting Another good rule of thumb, and you can find this at myfico.com, never use more than 30% of your credit limits on revolving accounts. If you use over 50% of that credit limit, in other words, if you had a $1,000 credit limit and you used over $500 of your credit, it's actually going to hurt you, even though you're making a payment on time. You want to keep your usage under 30%. Hey, if you can keep it under 10%, that's like hitting a three-pointer shot on basketball, you know. So the least amount of usage on there percentage-wise is going to help your score. Stay away from 12 months, same as cash accounts. Those will kill your scores. Don't get too many people checking your credit. The last one of the four barriers is appraisal, and we have covered that. You know, if you missed that part of the show, you can pick it up on Monday at jogarner.com. But I want to share a really quick story. I call it Subdivide and Conquer, Adele Edmonds' story. Meet Adele Edmonds. That's not her real name. Adele is divorced and a single mom. 
uh, to two middle school daughters. She works full-time and wants to give her daughters a good life, and she wants to be a good mom. In the divorce, Adele kept the very small house sitting off of a highway outside city limits where she and the girls have been living for the last few years. Now, behind the house was about 10 acres that needed mowing and bush hogging, very expensive, labor-intensive. Adele's challenge? She wanted to move to a larger home in town in a school district where some of her daughter's friends from church go to school. But she didn't have enough money to afford a high payment since she didn't have a lot to use as a down payment to live where she wanted to live. Now, Adele's strategy, this was brilliant. After talking to some business and real estate savvy friends at church, she decided instead of trying to sell her little house and the land in the back, she would subdivide the land and sell the lots individually with the small house with with the small house too. She was going to sell that too. She partnered up with a developer and a builder and a trusted real estate friend. Adele's reward? Well, when Adele and I last talked, she was still in the process of finishing this project, but by connecting with the right friends and partners to help her, it looked as if she was going to be making significantly more profit subdividing the land and selling them individually than just trying to sell the little house with all that grass out back to mow. Selling the property this way already provided her with enough down payment to get the mortgage payment low enough so that she was comfortable in the larger home she wanted in the other school district. And she has money left over to invest in her daughter's future. So it was definitely a win-win. We're going to go to break, and we've got John on the line. John will pick you up right after break here on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We will see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC at 92.1 FM. I'm Troy McDonald. And I'm Lynn McDonald. With the the Aaron McDonald Insurance Insurance Agency. Agency. From Memphis, Tennessee. And you're listening to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. All right. One way or another, I'm going to get you. You know, we're talking about real estate and mortgage strategies for 2019, when, where, and how. And definitely you want to get that house that you want. We've got John on the line. Let me get John on in our studio here. John? Hey, how are you, Joe? Hey, I understand that you got an answer to our trivia question. Yeah, uh, I tried calling in as soon as I heard the question and got a busy signal, but then I was listening to your show. Thank you. You were talking about the uh, the home inspection, and I, I had some information I wanted to share with you. Yeah, go ahead. This is not a, a self-promotion plug, but I am in the garage door business, have been for over 30 years, and I've, I've noticed that in this market that the majority of the homes, even new homes, have not been the garage door openings have not been prepared according to the manufacturer standards. And a lot of people don't recognize that your garage door is the largest moving object in your home and really needs to have a solid foundation, just as a house needs a foundation. Mm-hmm. And generally speaking, these garage doors are being mounted directly to the drywall or direct uh, applied or attached to one-bys 
over drywall that are only attached by finish nails and I'm repairing failures like this on a daily basis. Wow. And, you know, I even hired a uh, structural engineer to go out with me to look at some of these houses, brand new houses. And he created a report documenting all of these things. Wow. And uh, one of the major home builders in, in North Mississippi, they have a huge subdivision going on. I was trying to show him what the manufacturers say as well as what the structural engineer said. And I have him on video telling me that he doesn't care what the manufacturer says. He doesn't care what a structural engineer says. It passed inspection, and that's... Wow, wow. That is very interesting. You know, I, I, I want you to call me after the show. Let's see if we can get you in the studio sometime to talk. I would love to talk about garages. <laughs> yes. uh, but you've got the trivia answer. Awesome. <laughs> the Memphis and May. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Fantastic. Um, it's a, it's a, just a unbelievable what Memphis and May has done for our city, and to see it out there with the river and all that stuff, it's, it's, it's really been an impact on our city. Um, Joe, it's about time for our real estate tip of the week. Well, yeah, we want to say thank you, John, for um, calling in and giving us you, that John. information about garages. Wow, so glad you called, and congratulations on being our twi- trivia winner. The Lawhans are going to send you a $25 gift card for being our trivia winner. So congratulations, John. Leave your name, address, and phone number with our producer today so we make sure we get that to you. All right. Thank you, you're welcome. And uh, got real estate, real estate tip, tip of the week. Tom, I believe yeah, you have it. That's right, Joe. This came to me while we were doing the show is private mortgage insurance. And if you bought a house in the past two or three years and maybe put 10% down, you probably needed private mortgage insurance. And that is insurance for the loan company in case you don't pay, pretty much. And uh, it may be two or $300 a month or $150 a month. I don't know what it is, but it it adds up. So with the way values have gone up, contact your mortgage company and see if you can get that private mortgage insurance removed. It may take an appraisal to get it done, but you'll pay for that appraisal real fast and you'll get rid of that private mortgage insurance. Love it. Love it. That's a great tip. Yeah, because the private mortgage insurance doesn't help you. It only helps the lender. That's right. Got a little bit of um, some announcements here with TalkShop. TalkShop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business. TalkShop meets every Wednesday, 9 to 10, over at Pino's Pallet, 8225 Dexter Road in Cordova, Tennessee. This Wednesday, April the 4th, 2018, Talk Shop presents Shelby County, Tennessee Down Payment Assistance with Israel Henry, who is the finance manager. It's going to be really good. A lot of good programs out there. Talk Shop events are free thanks to supporters like Tim Gilliland of BackupRx.com. When you need to recover lost data on your computer, you can feel very thankful when you can call Tim at BackupRx and simply download all of your data and system files immediately when you need it. I mean, when that thing crashes, I tell you, there's no feeling so good as to knowing you can get it right back. BackupRx.com. Thank you to Gina Davis of FindVendorBooths.com. Check out Gina's informative podcast at FindVendorBooths.com. She can show you how to market yourself person to person right there at a booth at a festival. Subscribe at jogarner.com. We'll send you our weekly 
podcast with the show notes conveniently in your inbox. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Got a couple of quotes, Tom. This one's from Ann Landers. If you want your children to listen, try talking softly to someone else. (laughs) That's a great. Here's another one. I love this one. Billy Connolly says, before you judge a man, walk a mile in his shoes. After that, who cares? He's a mile away and you've got his shoes. (laughs) Anyway. Unbelievable. Anything else you want to add, Tom? Well, it's just uh, the weather's perfect the the market's good and uh, I, th- I think there are really good things happening in the Memphis area and throughout the country it's uh, unbelievable to see to be a part of the the real estate industry right now and and I know you enjoy it trying to make loans for people and one other little tip as we as we fade out here please please, before you buy the furniture for that house, right. do it after, after you, close. you close. After the ink's dry. Don't Good. change anything on your credit, on your bank statements. Just leave them the same. And we had a caller that asked about Airbnb. I would love to talk with you after the show. My number is 901-482-0354. There is a, an entire real estate mortgage shop show we did with Sam Goff uh, recently on Airbnb, how to do it properly and profitably. And I can send you that link. Uh, It has a lot of good stuff in there. So thank you, uh, listener, for calling in on that. But just to wrap up, I think that the strategies, if you can play it smart, you can make a lot of money. Um, Having a good realtor on your team, a good loan officer, a good title company is very important on your strategy because they'll save you a lot of, of money by walking you around pitfalls. These people know what they're doing. They know the market. Uh, If you're going to go in there and make a big purchase like a home, you definitely want the professionals on your team just surrounding you and protecting you. That's right. That's right, Joe. And and, uh, be ready to, if you're buying a house, get ready to get that mortgage pre-qualified. That's the number one thing. And get ready to take off because yes, this, this isn't the time to fool around when you're if you're <laughs> if you're about to buy a house it's not time to fool around you need to make a really good offer with a good good uh realtor and move on from there i'm joe garner your host mortgage loan officer 901-482-0354 jogarner.com tom what's your phone number 901-487-6989 all right guys loved it we'll see you guys back next week Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.